0: The coronavirus is a big hot topic right now because it is something that I think we can all relate to globally as something scary and something to be concerned about and something that is causing a lot of worry and stress and fear and panic, outright panic for some who may be in an area that there's a lot more of it or there are just some people who are naturally panickers. I know a few and I think it's something that for them it's very present in their mind constantly. And it's something that that was not how we were designed. It's something that is scary, and it's natural to feel that way, but we were not made to have a spirit of fear. We were not made to panic Mm -hmm. about things that are in the natural world. Is that something that you worry about when you travel? I travel too, but I'm asking just for your perspective.
1: Uh, Worry, no. Uh, I'm not a worrying person. However, I have natural caution. You know, you... uh, you do certain things to protect yourself. Uh, God gave you a brain and you you need to use your common sense and you need to do the things that that you would normally do and sometimes you go a little bit overboard when you have something like this that's hitting the world. But Jordan, this is not anything new. We think it's something new, but it's not. Jesus in the book of Matthew said we're going to face these types of things. He talked about earthquakes and famines and he talked about pestilence, pestilence. Virus comes under the term of pestilence. That's what this is. But we have the authority in the name of Jesus to rebuke it. God has given Jesus a name which is above every name named in heaven and earth. And at that name, every knee should bow and every tongue confess. Well, that means every disease should bow. And I take authority over those sicknesses and diseases. Now, as you know, as you mentioned, I travel extensively and I go into difficult places in the world. I don't fear because God hasn't given me a spirit of fear. I don't worry, but I take normal precautions and I pray and I command those things to get out of my way and not attach itself to me. You and I were mentioning the 91st Psalm earlier, a thousand shall fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand, but it shall not come near me. Now where would I be as an evangelist in the healing ministry with a call to the nations if I was afraid to go to the nations? I'm not afraid, but I take normal precautions.
0: What about precautions here in the United States now you that- You take
1: the same precautions. Yeah,
0: I mean, nowadays it, it, it's something that you kind of didn't think about. You know, those things are overseas. I remember when the Ebola virus was a big thing and it was like, it really wasn't here. It came here very briefly with a couple of cases, but all in all, it really wasn't here the same way that this seems to be. So what do you do with your natural precautions here in America?
1: Well, you take the same type of precautions. Uh, you know, you, you, you wash your hands uh, before you eat, when you use the restroom, you, you, you take care of yourself, you use antibacterial soap, you, you use hand sanitizers, you know, from time to time. You, you protect yourself. Um, you, you, you try not to, to go and get in the face of someone who's been ill. You know, you, 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 take, you take normal, normal precautions that, 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 you, that you ought to be taking anyway.
0: What about those in the medical profession, doctors, nurses, who have to deal with those infected in order to treat them, to help them? Is there anything they can do spiritually to protect themselves more than what they're doing
1: medically? Sure, put on the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel shoes of peace, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Above all, taking the shield of faith by which you're able to quench the fiery darts of the devil and praying praying in the spirit. Those, those uh, seven things from Ephesians chapter six are very, very powerful. That's a great protection, putting on the whole armor of God, taking on the name of Jesus, as I said a moment ago, and commanding those things which are not of God to get out of your way and to leave you alone. Now, that's what I do every day of my life that's why that's why I don't live in fear and panic and one more thing Jordan you need to understand we live in this world we're not we're in the world but we're not of it I, I don't get my i don't get my source of strength from the media you know my source of strength is god now i'm aware of what's going on in the media i read the news but i don't live my life by it i know people i've known people who who are so glued to the television and so glued to the news it becomes their whole source of life and that's not of god
0: is there anything else that we the general public can do to protect ourselves? In uh, We've used our common sense, we're using as much the protection name. physically as we can, the armor of God, is there anything else we can do? Anything else you do? Uh,
1: well, understand that these things like this are going to happen from time to time. Jesus said, we're gonna have earthquakes, we're gonna have pestilence, we're gonna have famine. But he said, this is not yet the end. Now that's an important point to you. This is not yet the end. We are in the end times, but we are not at the end of the end times. Jesus said these things are are going to happen, but in other words, he was saying don't panic, because this gospel, the gospel of Jesus, must be and will be preached to all nations, so every person on the face of the earth has an opportunity to hear the gospel, and then shall the end come. So you don't have to live in fear, you don't have to live in worry, you don't have to live in dread or, or, or be anxious. Jesus himself said be anxious for nothing. You don't have to do that. No, you don't have to do that at all. And I don't do that. I'm not going to do that.
0: I think something else that we want to uh, direct
1: you. Now, I'm not like, going to be stupid and and go, you know, uh, uh, there, there are places in the world right now that I don't feel led of the Lord to go.
0: <laughs> Perhaps we don't run into the fire you know, just for the sake of it because we have God's protection on our side. I think that falls into the common well, sense, right?
1: Well, don't, you don't that's test God. That's common sense, you don't right. Go, you, don't, you don't go jump out of a window, a seventh and floor hope. window and say, let's just see if God will catch yeah, me. Yeah, you know? right.
0: I mean, I think it's it's different putting yourself You're in way You're going to do that, brother? You better have on a parachute. Yeah, I mean, don't... <laughs> Don't put yourself in harm's way intentionally just to find out if it's going to work or not. But if you are in a place that perhaps has had some virus outbreaks or perhaps you're in a medical field where not just this, but there are lots of infectious diseases that doctors and nurses and medics and paramedics and first responders have to deal with that regular people probably don't come in contact with. This applies to all of that. And the other thing I was going to say was the armor of God. We have another video on the armor of God and explaining it a little more if it's something that is. Uh, maybe new to you or maybe you know what it is because you've heard it but why would I do that now or how is that protecting me now we've got an entire video that dad goes into great detail about I think that's something that really is important to focus on in any situation that may be scary virus or no virus there are lots of situations that wouldn't you say that applies to just about everything
1: absolutely putting a prayer cover over your life is extremely important
0: is that the only way you put a prayer cover over your life well
1: that's the most important way that i know of
0: to put on the armor
1: yes put on the armor of god and take the name of jesus and use the authority that you have been given you have been given he gave you his name and thank God we can use that name in every situation. It's not just something that you, 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 two, you do two or three times a day. I take authority when I get in my car. I take authority over, over, over the highway, over other drivers. I, I take authority when I'm in the grocery store. I take authority when I'm in a restaurant. I take authority when I go to bed at night. I take authority wherever I am. I've taken authority over you, you girls all of your lives uh, against, against things that might try to come against you. So it
0: applies to everything. Sure. Bottom line, if you were to pick one thing in this case or any case for protection, would it be the armor of God? Absolutely. Because I think that's what I would pick for sure. It, it covers everything. Why not pick something that covers everything, right?
1: That's one reason why, and I should say this before you close, Jordan. That's one reason why I pray the 91st Psalm every day of my life. Hmm. Especially the, the the fourth, fifth, and sixth verses. He shall cover thee with his feathers under his wings shall you trust his truth shall be your shield and buckler a thousand may fall at your side ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near you not just praying and saying it saying isn't that wonderful no i appropriate that i take that into my life but i pray the 91st psalm every day and i poured that into you girls when you were little girls so that you you all can pray that every day of your life and you do so i I do that every day
0: so the 91st psalm and the armor of god are the two main heavy hitters well they're the mainstays yes Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this has answered any questions you may have about fear and panic and what to do to protect yourself spiritually as far as how, when things come against you, what do you do? Panicking is natural, but it's probably not going to help you very much.
1: Well, if, it, if, if what you're saying is true, if, if a little panic comes to everybody at some point, that's when you pray in tongues.
0: Because God has not given us a spirit of fear.
1: He hadn't given us a spirit of panic either.
0: <laughs> well, I think panic is like exacerbated fear. It's fear on steroids. He definitely hasn't given us either Well, of panic
1: is paying interest on yesterday's fear.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. We have a special offer available for you. Just click on the link in the description for your free download. As always, you can find additional teaching and resources from Richard and Lindsay Roberts and request prayer at oralroberts.com or call the prayer group at 918-495-7777.